Damn, so no title, no nothing? Like, are we using the what you think? Are we posting this? What are we doing? Yeah, we're using, yeah, we're using what you think. We're going to post this. You know, this is a different format. You know, it's, it's actually been a year since we, Yo, we did this. It has. Yeah. I, I checked the date, and I think the last posting was uh, July 25th, if I remember correctly. So, but, yeah, it's all right. We're back. We're back here to do it. So, um I guess how I kind of want to start off was like, you know, since it's been almost a year, like, what do you think has been like, maybe not your like favorite film, but the, the, the film or even TV show that kind of like just stands out to you the most, like whatever encapsulate the past year, what's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind? Oh, that's tough. That's really tough. How the That's fuck tough. are you going to ask me that right off the bat? <laughs> I don't know. You know, right? sometimes I... there's just something that, like, sticks out. You know what? Yeah, okay, so this is what sticks out uh, first for me is um, Nina introduced me to The Good Place on Netflix. And it's not the typical show that I would watch. And uh, I, I know I talked about this, like, a year ago. I know I did. Um, but... The thing that I appreciate the most about that show is that the people making it went into it saying, we're going to do four seasons where we have a beginning, a middle and end, and we are not fucking around. Like, this is the story we're telling. This is how we're telling it. There's no fluff in the show. Uh, the humor's great. The acting's wonderful. The concept of school's fuck. Uh, so, yeah, I would say, like, that was the show where I was like, Oh, thank God! Like, there's still good writers out there that mm. like care about their uh, their the mm-hmm. story they're telling, and they're not looking for a paycheck, right? So, right. yeah, that stands out. Yeah, I watched. I think over the over the past year, I think I definitely watched like the first couple episodes. But Melissa had already watched it, and I just you know I never got around to continue watching it, so I just I never did. But Evan, it seemed it sounded like you I, were you were into it. Yeah, I love the Good Place. I mean the the twist in that show is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Why did you say there was a twist? Because you know, ah. but you never know when it's coming. That's the thing. So it's like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Right? You just don't. You don't know when it's coming. And then once it, once you see the twist, you're like, oh wow. Okay, great. I mean, there's a there's twists and turns all over. The now, place. if I watch it, I'm going to be expecting a twist. Well, I could tell you this. Whenever you see it, if you do watch it and you watch the twist, it'll still be worth it. It's that good. Would you agree, yeah, Eric? Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so so real quick, let me just go into there's these three shows that I'm thinking about over this last year that I watched uh that I've been so like um I don't know, happy about or excited to talk about. Uh first one is Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, but it's a show Kim's on Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience. It's on Netflix. Um it is hysterical. It's so funny. Um, it's <laughs> it's just one of those shows where uh, I had heard a few people talk about it, and I went in and watched. Um, I went in to watch the first season, and then I just binged the entire thing. the The last season just came out. Uh, it doesn't have a great ending, if I'm being honest with you. Apparently, there was some stuff with the writers and the producers and all that kind of stuff. So the last mm, season okay. that they made doesn't really tie everything together. It's just kind of like ends. Um, which is oh, so it's like how I met your mother. No, definitely, definitely <laughs> not how I met your mother. <laughs> definitely not. Um, 
it, it's just one of those things where like you you pay attention to the show and you kind of wish you could see that they were trying to do certain arcs and certain things and uh, they just didn't have the time to finish it. So uh, the time or whatever happened with um, the producers on that show, there's a whole thing. Simu Lu from um, Shang-Chi, he goes off about what happened at the end of that show. So if you want to see what happened, you can, you can go and see what happened with him. But um, so Kim's convenience. Here, well, one. so go ahead. So yeah, I've, I've heard of the show, but I've never even thought about watching it. It's just so like, great. so, but here's the question that you, you made me think of. So you said the ending is not good. Would you rather know that starting a show than like, um, well, than not knowing it. So like, like game of Thrones, a lot of people watch game of Thrones right. and, you know, the ending is not good, right. but like the rest of the show is really right, good. Right. Would you still recommend someone that show? Um, yeah, because I think That's that tough. I think it's up to I think it's up to them, because the thing is, is like the ending isn't good to you, but to some people, they might like it. So, yeah, you know what I true, mean? Like, true. I feel like if yeah. a show is good through and through and then the ending comes and you're disappointed with it, some people might like the ending. You just, you know, well, you, you, know. It, you know what, too? And you're right, Evan, because. A lot of people interpret shows as they watch them through their own lens, right? right. So to them, and uh, you know, to them, it's kind of. And I learned this too recently. It's like you almost like project what you want the ending of something to be, right? Uh, <coughs> WandaVision, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> and then it just falls on its face, and you're like, ah. Oh, well, okay. okay. Yeah, I I <laughs> stopped I stopped reading yeah. between like between episodes. I just stopped reading everything. Yep. I didn't read anything at, after like. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I stopped yeah. reading. Like oh, yeah. I didn't read anything. Yeah. Loki. I haven't read anything. I just watched the episode, and that's right. it. That's me all. Too. I well, so hold on. So me let me too. let me let me just finish my thought about Kim's convenience because yeah, it's yeah, not it. it's not that the ending isn't good. It's not that it's a good ending. It's just that it doesn't end. There is no finale in terms of like the uh, character stories don't end. Gotcha. Okay. So like, you know. It's one of those things where, like, in a couple of years, if they wanted to pick up the show, they could. And the thing is, is, like, there's, there isn't anything about that show. Like, the, the overarching big stories aren't big stories. So, like, for instance, there's an episode where something will happen to a character, and it'll go for, like, two or three episodes, and then you never, you never hear about it again. So, like, it's mm -hmm. one of those shows you can kind of just put on, watch for a couple of laughs, and not have to, like, really pay attention to what's happening in the story. So for yeah. a show like that to have a not so great ending, it's like, okay, well, whatever. Like you're not really, you're invested in the characters because they do such great work, but you're not like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain with that one. Um, but then yeah. going into okay. what you were just talking about, uh, I was going to say another show for me was WandaVision, <clears throat> believe it or not. I th mm. And the reason why I loved WandaVision so much was because it was the first of its kind. There has never been a show like that before. And no, it right. made me tune in every Wednesday night or Thursday morning at 12 o'clock midnight to see what the hell was going to happen and just be a part of the storm <laughs> that was happening. And I loved it for that. Yeah. Now, going to going to your guys's point about what you were saying about um, how it ended and this and that. The thing is, had I not read a single spoiler about the show or a single like fan theory about the show. I would have loved fine. the ending. Oh, I would have loved it. Yeah. 
But because I was had fucking these expectations, yeah, because I had all these fucking expectations for what the show was going to be about, <laughs> it ruined it for the end. See, I didn't. I I did it, and I loved it. I loved every minute. That's what I'm saying. Know any of that? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm sitting there listening to all these. Oh, it's going to be Mephisto. All the X Men are coming. Oh, it's going to be Magneto, and like none of that shit happened. You know what I mean? And I was like, bro, is Magneto going to show up? Is Fastbender going to fucking show up to this thing? Yeah. I was so excited, and then it just was a big dick joke. You know what I mean? So like, I just boner. Yeah. Yeah. So in in terms of that, I'm like, okay. Regardless of that, I still think the show itself was a fucking triumph. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. And it was so cool. It was so so cool. Yeah. Jock Jock Schaefer. I think she was the showrunner of it. She did a fantastic job. She killed it. it. She absolutely killed it. Yeah. You know what, Evan? That's a that that's a much better like approach to stuff i find myself making that argument with certain movies where it's like well it was the first one so it has to be good like right (laughs) like like i try to get nina to watch terminator she's like i'm not watching it i'm like but you gotta understand like what it is (laughs) (laughs) i know i get you i totally running around killing people but you know it's like you know i get it and, and that's fair that's a better um that's a better outlook on that show because out of the ones that we've gotten so far i am i'm most like meh about like that one mm. you know but i'm gonna and try it's, to take that view. it's interesting because i was more meh about falcon winter soldier i mean i don't get me wrong really? I yeah loved, i was pretty i was pretty meh i loved a bunch of the episodes but the beginning of it i was kind of like eh, i'm not really this isn't really doing it for yeah me. i was like this is like it yeah, caught was, it caught fire towards the was, end. I I, okay. I enjoyed what they did towards the oh, end. Oh, for sure, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I really liked what they did. Yeah. yeah. And then cool. of course Loki. I mean Loki um, is another one that's just uh, it's unreal. I was gonna say uh, beginning of twenty twenty one, my third show, just to get it out there. Uh, Cobra Kai. Holy shit! Have you guys seen Cobra Kai? Oh, <laughs> amazing! It's one of the Cobra best Cobra shows on Kai, TV. Dude. I don't care what anyone says. It's one of the best shows on TV. <laughs> You want to I about, have yet to watch it. You want to talk yeah. about fan service? You know how everyone was freaking out about what the uh. Mandalorian. You know how everyone was freaking about what with what the Mandalorian did, right? With their with yep. their second mm-hmm. season, In the last like, episode. The la- yeah. yeah, I'll talk about like how to appease fans and also tell a good story, <laughs> right? That is the same level that Cobra Kai is doing for people who loved Karate Kid. It's the same level oh, of fandom, absolutely. and they're doing it just as good. It's one of the best shows on TV. I love it. I feel so. I during the pandemic, uh, I finally watched Karate Kid for the very first time, mm. and I did not like that movie. I did not think <laughs> it was very good. Um, <laughs> Most of the movies at that time aren't good. Now well, I don't know. It, yeah, it just it was just way too long, and I just didn't think it was the fighting was terrible. Like yeah. I don't know, I just didn't find it to be that 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 good. I mean, so, I don't know. I don't really have much desire to watch the other movies and then watch Cobra Kai. So it's, it's I think I might I think I might sit out on this one. I you know I totally nah, get it. I don't know. It just sucks because movies yeah. like The Raid have ruined like kung fu for us. Like the kind but, see, of fight that you're seeing is unbelievable. The fight choreography. Wow. Now it's yeah. see, Unreal. no, it's tough because the raid. So that that can get tiresome though. Like the raid two, like the raid and raid two are great, but like those fight scenes can just go on way too long, yeah. and I'm like, all right, like, like too much action. Like that's why in like big battle scenes, you know, like the battle for Helm's Deep, mm. um, 
like there's breaks in between because you get battle fatigue. Right. Whereas like in the raid and the raid two or the night he comes for us. I think that was another one that it's came out constant. like a year or so ago. Yeah. It's just like they're just going at it. And like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, they're good movies, but yeah, I, I don't prefer them over like other action. Well, movies. dude, I love like, I, I love Kung Fu, like the Ip Man movies, like yeah. Ip Man 4 just came out. Oh, well, like, like <laughs> Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi oh, is going to be, be like a Kung Fu superhero movie. I'm so fucking excited. All I'm talking about, though, <laughs> in terms of in terms of the raid and the raid redemption is that it's not necessarily like the entire movie, but the fight choreography in those movies is incredible. Compare, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. in comparison mm-hmm. to a movie that was made in the '80s, where it was like a 14 year old kid yeah, was just of... doing, you know, kicks and, and chops and stuff. <laughs> so obviously, right. if you were gonna if you're gonna watch Karate Kid now, I feel like no kid's gonna like Karate Kid now. That's probably a, a reach, but I'm just saying no. a lot of people aren't gonna like that movie now because it's just. Uh, so I like old. Sidekicks. Oh man, Sidekicks, Sidekicks! I was really into. Dude, when was the last time you watched that? Did you ever see Sidekicks? When was the last time you watched that? Probably what since I was a it's kid, terrible. but I liked it. When it's I was probably a kid. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I tried watching it, bro, like a year or two ago. Oh it's really? So bad. Oh man. But okay. Well, what are you before been we, before before? Yeah. So before I move on, the two I want to talk about two shows at once. Okay. Because I've been I was hooked on them this past year. We we binged them, and. They're both fantastic, but they're both complete opposites of each other for different reasons. Okay. So the first, the first one is uh, Ted Lasso, which Evan, uh, you had me yes. watch. So Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis, he's the you know based on the NBC Sports skit where he is a Midwest, uh, like a Midwest football coach going. He was hired to go play as a England soccer coach or football coach, um, and the other one is Search Party. Have you guys? De- uh, Aaliyah Shawkat is in it. I haven't uh-huh. seen it yet. I haven't Have seen you- it yet. Nope. Okay, so so Search Party is absolutely amazing. It's on eight. It, it started on TBS, but now it's on HBO Max. So, you know, Ted Lasso heart like heartwarming show like all the characters are just so nice like especially ted lasso like everyone's for the most part everyone's so nice but it's just like it's a feel-good show right we're a search party the characters are atrocious and you just hate them (laughs) so much but you can't stop watching what they're doing okay and everything they do they just it just like how do they like how do these these aren't real people like these like but it's just a show when it ends, you're just like, I have to, I just have to watch another one. And they're like, they're like 25 minutes long. So it's just like, it's so quick to go through it. Like Melissa and I, we finished four seasons and not a very long time. Like we just, we, we killed it. My goodness. Um, What's the premise of the show search party though? So the premise of the show search party, um, the, in the first season, the, there are these four friends and, um, one of their like equa- college acquaintances goes missing. Like they live in New York City, and the main character who plays uh, she's um maybe in um, Arrested Development. I think her name's Aaliyah, Aaliyah Shawcat. I believe that's her name. Um, but she kind of becomes like obsessed with finding this missing friend. So it just like it starts spiraling, and just goes getting crazier and crazier each each episode and like you just you just get hooked 
and the the seasons just get better like as they go on so um those those two shows are again complete opposites of each other but i was just you know i was just i was hooked on and i can't ted lasso season two starts like next week and i'm so pumped for it so excited for ted lasso i haven't watched either of those shows dude i guarantee honestly i think everyone needs to watch ted lasso yeah I agree. I guarantee yeah. you like that show. I there was a I don't know if you saw this Abita, but there was someone on Twitter. Um some I think she she might have been like a comedian or something, but uh some girl had someone recommend Ted Lasso to her and she decided to live tweet her experience. And mm-hmm. she binged the entire show with this live tweet going and it was one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Five hour live tweet probably. Yeah, she was just going off, dude. It was so funny. Oh, I love it. Do you genuinely laugh out loud with that show? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it takes you by yeah. surprise. The it, It's, like, the, like, it's funny. Like, the first episode is, you know, it's pretty good. But, like, I hear a lot of people don't continue watching because they think the first episode is so-so. It just gets so much better, like, after that first episode. And I, I mean, I still really like the first episode. But it's yeah, it's you, you should watch it, Eric. It's it's great. All right. so. You don't have I've to like a lot of like. You don't have to like soccer. Oh no, no you I, don't. I, I know, yeah. I know. I tell my brother that I'm watching a no. show about soccer. He'll be oh, like, he'll oh, lose it. oh, we gotta, <laughs> well, we I gotta think, talk EPL. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think before you say your 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 thought, Eric, I think I think you were about to say this. If I can predict the future, do it. But in a in a world with like so many shows that are just about like you know crime murder yes. uh terrible people yes. like this is the few sh- like maybe the only show that i can think of right now that is just you know so heartwarming mm-hmm. and you just like love these characters and it's there's just nothing like it it's just a feel-good show and i think everyone just needs to watch it in the midst of this like horrible cesspool-esque yeah cesspool like of great tv but you know it's great downer television it's great but it's like i've been you know we have so many streaming subscriptions so it's like we kind of like hone in on one for a couple months and then we'll like go to another one like we were on (laughs) we were on netflix for a while and then like we've been on hbo max for a minute now and like dude the shit that HBO Max puts out, you like. They're putting out good stuff. Yeah, but you like you lose faith in humanity at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like you watch like Mayor of Easttown, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. God, uh, damn, dude. bro. Like everything is like dark and gritty and blood, and someone's <laughs> dead, and then someone covered for it, and the person who said they didn't know shit actually fucking they knew everything shit. like <laughs> yep god brutal yeah so i need something like light you know like Ted i Lasso. gotta yeah. lighten it up oh and you guys all gave two and i only gave fucking one i gave three uh, i talked to hey to be fair i i talked about mine side by side evan he went three. He I went, went out of control and went three. <laughs> all, right. Went three. all right, well, fine. So, you know, Eric, you, no, 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 no. no. You, you can have another one. I'm saying this one, and I'm and I'm literally one point on the chalkboard for me. Zach, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League. Fuck everybody 
and all your shit talking that it wasn't real and that it didn't exist and you know who you are and I've been literally cheerleading this for fucking four or five years. Yep. <laughs> I think Same. since the movie came out. Since yep. it came out, Actually... I, I was like, no, nah, this ain't it. There's, there's no way. Like, this is this is a Joss Whedon movie. So Dude. the fact that we got it on HBO Max, th- four hours, three, what is it, four hours? It's like I don't four, know. Hours, four hours, hours I, I watched or something. Yeah. I watched it at 4 a.m. when it released on HBO. Oh, that's right. And then I watched it again later that day. Yeah. And then I watched it like three more times after that. And, Dude, and now we're getting the, you know, now we're getting the Flash with Michael Keaton. Yeah. And so it's like, fuck all of you because that fucking movie is literally art and a masterpiece and an epic. And if you don't like it, you have a poor taste in dark comic book like <laughs> storytelling you know i will so, i will say this about justice league um that's it the first 15 minutes of that movie i was i was standing because i was so upset Ugh. i was standing Ugh. in my living room because i was so upset that that's not what we got to see in a theater yeah i was like the first 15 I, minutes the, into the so movie good. i was like this is better than the entire joss whedon movie 15 minutes yeah. into this movie Oh, I was so upset, but it was so good. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so good. And good and on Matt, Matt, just a little, just a little, bring it to the present. The guy who voiced Darkseid, Ray Porter, is like our favorite audible narrator for books now, dude. Oh wow! And it yeah. just, it just warms my heart that yeah. this guy was dark side i'm like yeah, I hope you get Justice yeah. League. So so Evan, so yeah, Evan, to <laughs> clarify that, so because. The audience, uh, or the audience out there, Eric and I, and uh, Eric's two brothers, we all do a book club together. Um, but most of us have to listen with time. We listen to audiobooks. But there's this voice actor who also now does audiobooks, Ray Porter, who's the, Eric said is the voice of Dark Side. He's done the past two books that we've uh, that we've so read, good. or we put, the last one we read, and now the current one that we're reading. And he's like the best voice actor ever. He's so good. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Anyway, so that was that was. There. I love it. But Shout out to Ray Porter. People. Shout out to Ray Porter. Yeah, Ray Porter. Yeah, man. But yeah, Justice League. Yeah, just the end and there. I was, you know, super impressed with it. You know, I loved the cyborg story that yeah. they developed. Like, right. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, you know, you can do a lot with four hours though. So I'll give them. I'll give him that. So, <laughs> That's true. but I mean, it's it's cool because I think they I think they did a, did a good job where um, it was split up into the chapters because yeah. like yeah. like I knew people that they could only watch a little bit at a time and they were like, yeah, I I stopped at like chapter four and I still have to like keep going. So like you can kind of make it like like a TV show if you really wanted to. Yeah, so, totally. But no, so cool. So yeah, those are some of our favorite stuffs in the past past year but i feel like you know there's still i've been watching so much recently yeah, there's so much it's, stuff it's nuts there's so much it's stuff hard out to there. keep yeah. it's 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 hard to remember I when i realized we were doing this tonight i was like oh shit i gotta remember what the hell i watch now because i know i'm just sitting just here so off the top much. of my head i'm like i don't fucking remember yeah so okay i really need to talk about the sh- the new tim robinson show well the second season on netflix now i think you should leave what is that about so, wait, so wait, wait. The, the, Can the, we have the... a live reaction of Eric watching that that one sketch? Can we just do a live reaction? I think... 
What is it? Can I no, pull it up? Can I pull it up? Didn't on you? Didn't no? I sent it to the group chat, I, and you said you didn't find it that funny. Oh, the guy wearing a fucking mask, being like, "Yes, oh, oh, I, I can't be here. I can't be." <laughs> well, do, you, do you do you you realize though that it wasn't an actual prank show because you said I would rather watch Impractical Jokers. I would. I would rather watch it. I don't like. Oh shit like that. man! That but it's not. So it's funny. not a prank show. It, he's. It's a sketch making fun of a prank show. But why is that funny? Like you're just freaking out, <laughs> dude. The beat that when you told me, the beat that when you told me to watch that, I, I watched the I watched like the first three sketches, and I was in tears. Yes, yes. The that first the first episode of the new season, the first three sketches are hysterical. The first sketch is about a guy who is upset that lunch is being interrupted, that he had to go to a meeting at work. So he's in this boardroom trying to eat a hot dog out of his sleeve. What? <laughs> yeah. And so it's hysterical. He's trying to eat this hot dog. And then the second one is about how it's, it's one of those commercials where he's setting it up that, oh, um, you know, like uh, like K uh, like Optimum or Spectrum, whatever. You know, one of those major cable companies. Oh, they're gonna get rid of this channel unless you call or do this. And we have shows like Coffin Flops. <laughs> <laughs> and the <laughs> and <laughs> what they <laughs> what they keep showing, what they keep showing in Coffin Flops <laughs> is. That people are at a funeral and they're filming it, and dead bodies are falling out of the bottoms of the coffin. <laughs> and they show it repeatedly and repeatedly, and it's and then it and then it just goes into this this other sketch about this fake prank show. This they're making fun of prank shows, and how he's gonna get into a a terrible like bodysuit and face mask and uh, makeup it looks and he horrible. goes into the small it looks terrible wait 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 you're missing <laughs> the best part about that is when he's getting the makeup on and he turns and he goes doesn't even look like me anymore <laughs> he goes look at this so, guy could you imagine I'm, if I'm he not came doing up this to you justice. wait so hold on tell me what oh, sketch to look up goodness. on youtube right now like I, I well, so I, I put in I think it, you should leave into the search and I get so uh, another one another one that people are going crazy for I don't really want to talk about it on here but it's called Ghost Tour, Ghost um, Tour, Ghost Tour. I haven't seen that one. The prem the prem the premise of that sketch is they're on an adult ghost tour at night, oh. and the 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 the, the host of this tour is like okay this is the adult tour you can say whatever you want because we're all adults here and then sure enough this guy just just says these terrible disgusting <laughs> things oh, no. <laughs> and, and the host is like um and the host is like being nice at first and then finally the host is like oh, dude you can't say that anymore and he's like but you said it, this is the adult tour we could say whatever we want so um, it's, it's, so the premise of, I think you should leave is just, they take like awkward social situations and make sketches out of it. Yeah. And that's, that's, and the people, like the people in the show were just like, dude, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like this, this, like whatever this is, it's outlandish man. 
Um, like in the first season, there's an amazing sketch where um, every people are shopping in this like in this store with like, this clothing store, and a hot dog car crashes through the front of the store, and everyone's trying to figure out where's the driver, what who did this. And then a guy in a hot dog costume is like, yeah, who drove that car through, 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 through the window? And the, and the people, and the people are like, um, well, you're dressed up as a hot dog. So you did, it could be anyone. It could, like like it's shit like it's shit like that and it's so it's so stupid like people just don't get the humor but some people do it's hysterical but that's my problem i guess like i just didn't understand yeah what i was watching and i'm like why is this dude freaking the fuck so yeah it's (laughs) anytime you're watching a show like that it's just all sketch comedy they're just making fun of stuff yeah it's kind of like i guess i didn't uh, yeah i didn't it's it's like what Chappelle was doing Obviously not yeah. as uh, not as you know, staged, right? But yeah. like it's it's very much yeah. like what Chappelle was doing with his show, with his sketch show. All right. Yeah, dude, Chappelle so, show. Well, yeah, Chappelle show and like I guess SNL is kind of what made all of these things, right? I mean, Chappelle show was a yeah. Big well, one. the guy Tim Robinson who ho- who created the show, he used to be on SNL for a couple right. years. Um, he wasn't on it that long and then, yeah, so now, now he's doing this and it's, and it's great. So I just wanted to shout out. I think you should leave because it's an absurd show on Netflix. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either one of you, if you want to jump in, cause I, I still got, I got some more. Well, I should say first that we're going to end this with a, um, spoiler conversation with, with black widow, you know, mm. we'll, we'll talk about that. So. Uh, Matt, um, Matt, let's bring up the uh, the Tomorrow War because you and I, haven't I, seen it. Yeah, I haven't it. seen it. You haven't seen it. No, We're not going to talk spoilers. I mean, you could t- like, no. say whatever you want. No, we'll we'll, we'll the only we'll, we'll we'll save spoilers just for Black Widow. We won't. We okay. Won't do it for okay. This, so. Um. Yeah. No. No spoilers. I I have to say, um, this movie. I I, I think it's like a good movie, but I think it's a couple years too late, mm. and um. But the thing that makes it different is is essentially kind of like what it is, right? I mean, if you've seen a trailer, you kind of know what this movie is. But I don't want to say anything about it. But you know, it's a sci-fi action war movie. So kinda... well, the ba- the basic the basic premise is that it's a few years in the future, and people from the distant future, like twenty five years later, they come back and are like. Listen, we're losing a war with aliens. We need your help to defeat these aliens. And they, um, <laughs> and without like talking about like, because this is this kind of spoils things, but like they do, they t- talk about it in a, like, I think that the time travel aspect is actually pretty cool. Like how they, like why they actually need help. Well, and then, um, then it's also how you're allowed to time travel, like yes, how they pick yeah. people. So like yeah. that that's kind of my point about it. It's like they take their concept and they just like explain a little extra and it adds to the story and then um it's adapted from a book. It's an original story. I think Chris Pratt is great in these kind of roles. I mean, I I guess I still have like whiplash for the fact that Chris Pratt is now this like, you know, like 
can play this military guy and shit when he used to be like a chubby fucking jokester. Like, like I, it, it's just like, it's fucking great, man. And he does a really good job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it, he was, I thought he was great in this movie. Yeah, I, I think he, he, he did well. If you liked battle Los Angeles and edge of tomorrow, okay, you're going to love this movie. Okay. And that's, that's what it. I had it's, heard. That's what I had heard. That's, that's that's kind of what it is you know it's just yeah. like yeah i like it's it's movies. a it's a fun movie um i i think there's just some dumb plot points like this movie is like two hours and 20 minutes i think they could have ended the movie like i feel like they could have ended the movie a different way and cut the last like 20 to 30 minutes off of the movie um oh yeah absolutely. but i mean <laughs> yeah i but I mean, I still liked it. Um, I actually so one of my biggest problems with a lot of movies these days, I feel like alien design has gotten pretty bad, pretty basic over the past. It's been pretty basic. Like even Star Wars, if you look at Star Wars, like the creatures design that they make, they're pretty terrible. Like from the new sequels. Um, but I actually really liked the creature design for the aliens yeah, in here. Like, okay. I'll have to yeah, watch it. like I think the. Yeah, I think the 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 scene where they're introduced is actually like pretty terrifying. Like, I think they actually did a really good job introducing oh, yeah, the yeah, aliens. Yeah. Yep. Um. Again, without like saying anything, so I was actually really impressed with with what they did with that. So. Uh, well, okay. So real um, quick, speaking of alien and alien design and whatnot, have did you guys either see? Did either of you see uh, a Quiet Place too? Not yet. No, not yet. It's coming to digital tomorrow. So it's really good. Um, I really enjoyed yeah. it. I actually, no, I'm dying to see I it. I went to a theater to watch that one, and it was very similar to the first one, where like if anyone made a noise in the theater, it was like shh, <laughs> because it's <laughs> so tense. You know, those movies are so tense. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed yeah. that one though. I, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed. Uh, it. Yeah, I no, I'm it. I'm really excited. I haven't have yet to watch it. So, yeah, that's we'll we'll, we'll talk about going because. Black Widow for me, and I think Eric too. That was our first movie back at the theater, so I definitely want to talk about that uh, soon. Let's do it. But yeah, so that's a uh, so that's Tomorrow War. That was did, on um, Prime Video. So did any of you watch uh, Batman: The Long Halloween Part One? I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh my god! I know. Get it together. Guys. I know. It's too much stuff, man. <laughs> too much stuff to watch. Yeah. Uh, I prioritize yeah. like. DC animated film though. as you should as you should Evan what about you is there something else you watched recently that you want to talk about um, well, I was talking about Quiet Place so you guys haven't seen it so I'll, I'll skip that one uh, Mortal Kombat oh yeah yeah so good okay such a better movie so I'll say this about Mortal Kombat I enjoyed it I thought that the new character that they introduced was a little bland if I'm being honest yes uh, don't mm-hmm. think Yep. Personally, if I were writing that movie or if I were doing that whole thing, what I would have done was spoilers, instead of turning him into a distant relative of Scorpion, I thought you should have just made him the new Scorpion. Uh, I think that yeah. if they had done it that way, it would have been better, in my opinion. Like, if they had had that old Scorpion, like, transpose himself into him to make him the new one, I thought that would have been a great, a better way of doing that. So, yes, but I think, like, what all movies are doing today uh, is they're kind of, like, 
piggybacking off of older characters to bring in like that yeah. focus group right and then introducing a new one for the younger people right i mean yeah that was the whole star wars you know i think shit. Like, i think though if you're gonna do that introduce a character that people know like you, you know mortal kombat doesn't have characters that people don't know you never see you never watched a game well, and be like oh i don't know who that well, is i've never seen that person before well, true, <laughs> you know what I mean? true, but, you know what I mean? but also that's how you get new people to watch, and that's and then they're dangling the carrot for yeah. you know the person that everybody wants for the second one, which is what's gonna they want to get the money to do the second one, and I think they should, right? I yeah, mean, I think they will. I I I loved uh uh who is a Kang in this movie? His Kano. His character is. Kano. Kano, he yeah, is so yeah. Kano, yeah. Un, he is so unlikable. <laughs> he was my likeable. favorite. Like, yeah. like you wanted him to die like so many fucking times, but you're yeah. like, ah, <laughs> but he's hilarious. Like he's yeah. just so outspoken and like, like it's yeah, he's great. I was upset that I was upset that they killed off Kung Lao. I mean, my God, he was the best. He was the best, like actual character that they showed. I feel like. He was the most comically comically accurate, as if it's a comic. But I feel like he was the most accurate mm-hmm. in terms of every. They nailed that, and the guy who played him was great. Like that whole like he was fantastic, and then they killed him off. I was like, come on! I don't yeah. know. I I was I was a yeah, little he, was, he was badass. I was a little upset that they killed off that character. He was my favorite character, other than Dude, Kate, I love Kano. I, I love the first like fifteen minutes of that movie where it's Scorpion versus uh, Sub Zero. Yeah. Like, it, like, just awesome. And that guy's I think movies are too. getting, yeah, I think movies are getting so good at that, like, opening introduction that kind of brings you in. Yeah. And, like, I think they know they are because, like, they're always getting released online. Like, Whoa. oh, watch the first 10 minutes of the movie, you know? Right. Like, well, because that's you the know thing. what I mean? I mean, right. you, you got to bring in people somehow, right? So if yeah. you have a solid opening to a movie and you want to show that online, then, you know, people are going to yeah. go nuts for it. You know, you know what that just reminded me of? Do you remember when I think it was either The Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2 came out Pretty sure with Andrew Garfield? I think it was the first one. They put out so much marketing material that someone was able to put together a 22-minute movie of all the marketing material that was put that's out. Terrible. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. He was, yeah. I, I I'm mean, actually thinking about it now. I, I did. I never watched it, but I kind of want to go back and see if I can find it. Dude, Zabita, <laughs> you, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Matt here, he started a trend forever ago where he would walk out of the theater when the trailers were playing and then come back in right before the movie yeah. started. And I always used to think to myself, I was like, that's an interesting thing. I kind of want to say, I always used to love watching the trailers. And now what we're getting is a five-minute sizzle of the entire movie. Yep. Like every mm-hmm. trailer shows the entire movie, and like Dude, those yeah. big moments. Streaming. Oh my god! And like the big moments that they're like the money maker like moments of the movie. Yeah. They're in there. They're in there, but they don't like those scenes don't happen until the climax of the movie. So the whole time you're sitting there like, okay, well, when's he gonna drive the car off the building? You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> well, here it comes because I saw it in the trailer, mm-hmm. and it's like the biggest part of the movie. Yeah. I can't stand that now. I can't stand it. Yeah. So I've become a little bit more like yeah. like you, um, Davida. Like, I if someone's like, "Yo, you got to see this thing," I might I might watch like a trailer, 
for something just to gauge interest. Uh, but if mm-hmm. it goes on too long, I'd be like, nah, I can't even, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's the approach I take. I always watch the first trailer they put out. Yeah. And then, I'll, and then I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't watch trailer two, three, this yeah. clip, this TV spot, this, that, that, that. It's like, I, I don't want to know. Right. Like, I get so annoyed yeah. when I'm on Netflix and I'm like, oh, let's see what this is about. And the whole movie is in that, like, three-minute <laughs> yeah. fucking preview. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and then I just click through and it's like, oh, you're not going to put that on? Why would I put it on? I know what the fuck happens. Right. Like, why am I yeah. going to waste an hour and 45 minutes? Like, Yeah. My – so, I mean, I absolutely love, you know, love movies and everything. And my uh, my thinking on it, it just has changed so much over the years. And I feel like it kind of started in, like, 2016 or 17. Because, Eric, I think you used to watch, you know, AMC Movie Talk and then it turned into Collider yeah. Movie Talk and – like I was so up on the news yeah. for movies, like all like I would just be always in oh, yeah. uh, watching all the news. But now I just don't follow any news. I don't watch any trailers. Like it's it's very rare that I watch a trailer. It's just like I just love going into movies blind and yeah. not knowing. Like I know I'm going to see a movie. I'm just you know it's so good not knowing anything. Like yeah. I loved Kong versus Godzilla, or oh, Godzilla man. versus Kong, so and so seeing everything for the first time, I was just like, "Yo, this is dope as yeah. hell! Like, yeah. This mm-hmm. is awesome!" Yep. So no, you're right, dude, and uh, and I've kind yeah. of tried to take that approach too. I don't watch a lot of like movie news or anything anymore either, because yeah, it, it kind of like it brings up baggage with the movie, mm. you mm-hmm. know, like like so you yes. didn't you didn't watch anything about Godzilla uh, Kong versus Godzilla, right? Like. Or Godzilla no. vs. Kong. That movie was like there was so much news about. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's delayed. Oh, they yeah. need more time for this. Oh, this is happening now. Oh, da 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 da. It's like I watched it and uh-huh. I still loved the movie, but I was also like in my brain, I'm like, oh yeah, this movie's a year late. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, I, yeah. as a viewer, like who the fuck am I to criticize somebody? fixing cgi to make my experience better right and me be exactly a, yeah. and me be a dick about it right. like, like <laughs> you they know did that like, with, they did that with sonic sonic the hedgehog i know i mean yeah, they but that motherfucker yeah. looked crazy i mean he looked terrible but i'm just saying they straight up changed the entire design pushed it back a year and then released but, that yeah. movie and it was better i mean like whatever Look, I, I grew up i still on haven't Son- seen it I, I grew up on sonic the hedgehog mm. and let me tell you they fucking better have changed how that oh my guy God, looked yeah, it was because bad. that thing looked fucking disgusting <laughs> and they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. So um, I'm totally going back on what I just said, but sometimes it mm-hmm. works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, but we just hope for the best. That's all. Okay. I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do a little bridge here. So speaking of Sonic, that was the last movie that I saw before the pandemic in the theater. Mine was bad mm-hmm. boys for life. There you go. That was the last one I saw. And Onward for me. The most recent one that I saw, and the one most recent one I think we all saw, and I think both of yours first movie back, right? Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yep. Should we jump in? Cinemar. Hell yeah. Let's jump yeah. in. Let's jump in. Yeah. Well, dive in, well, guys. Well, Let's do this. yeah. So, I mean, I was so excited to finally get back to the theaters. I've been wanting to do it for a while, um, but I think. Eric, I don't think, I don't remember if I told you about this after the movie, but I definitely made a, a a huge mistake. So near us, like you don't have to wear a mask in the theater, but I'm still wearing one because I'm more cautious, especially having a two month old now yeah. at home. 
Um, but so I, I talked to Eric. I'm like, all right, because I was like, Eric, let's do if you don't mind, I want to do an 11 p.m. showing on Thursday and 3D. At the time when we bought our tickets, there were no one was in the theater. All the other, you know, all the other showings were like pretty full and everything. So luckily, Eric and, and his girlfriend, they, they came with. But so what I wasn't thinking, though, I mean, both of you wear glasses. I don't. What I didn't think about was with the mask, wearing the 3D glasses, I was fogging up like almost the entire time watching the movie. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And it was it was very distracting. <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's such a specific moment to happen to you. You know what I mean? It's such a specific thing. It's like, dude, I went to go see a 3D movie and I had my mask on. Yeah, like, that's such a specific thing to happen. <laughs> like, are you, like so, two years ago, people would so, be like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Like, why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't the most ideal uh first movie theater experience, you know, in a year, year and a half, whatever, 15 months, whatever it was. So I just thought that was really funny and I have to rewatch it cuz I definitely, you know, I felt just I was like wiping it and I tried to like fix it my mask. Anyways, it was it was so, annoying. So, so my yeah. first movie experience back was not like that i uh <laughs> i fell right back into good form i got a bucket of popcorn mm-hmm. a large sprite mm-hmm. pretzel bites and Ooh. i had bought m&ms before smart the theater so i only spent a dollar instead of five <laughs> smart <a> smart motherfucker <laughs> and then uh nina was there and was like oh yeah yeah get the pretzel bites like egging me on i'm like oh fuck you're supposed to like regulate me but no here we are <laughs> So, so I'm like, all right, we're going in. Like all this shit in my hand, I'm like, I can't get my phone. Yeah. For the ticket, everything. <laughs> Got to grab glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was so you great, did it. Though, you man. did it right. <laughs> I had to. There was no other way to do it. It was 11 o'clock at night. I was no hesitation. We were going. Yeah. You know, like, like, yeah. I was like, Matt, can I hold your hand the whole time? He said, Yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving popcorn in my mouth. <laughs> there was like. Dude, it was like us and then like this like group of like older people in there. And it's almost like, should you guys be here? Like, is someone going to come and pick you up? Like, they were probably in their 60s. <laughs> Just you know, enjoying the like movies. Eight of them. Just enjoying Just the enjoying. movies. Just enjoying. Yeah. Gotta love it. But it was good. There was probably like 10 or 12 people in there at the end of the night. But um, yeah, it was great, man. I hadn't seen it. It's like I haven't seen a 3D movie in a really long time. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. We're just going to do a 3D movie out the bat. And then it made me realize how much better the 3D glasses have gotten since the cardboard accordion oh, yeah. ones that they make us have to fucking wear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah. Dive in, Evan. Start us off. Uh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm just going to get this off right now. Florence. Remember, so if spoilers. if you haven't seen Black no, Widow, if you haven't this, seen Black Widow, this isn't a spoiler, but yes, well, but yes, we'll be talking about spoilers at some point. Correct. So, uh, I'm just gonna go out there and say it. I feel like everyone else has been saying it. Florence Pugh steals the movie. Yeah, she steals yeah. the show. She's unbelievable she in that movie. Yep. She's like she she, to, she plays the ca- exactly. She plays the character perfectly. Perfect casting. I think her and David Harbour just crushed 
They were so Dude, a lot of so that good. Stuff was uh, a lot of uh, some of the things in the movie that made like like connections and emotions and feelings and shit were actually ad libbed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you read the you read the thing that David posted? Dave Harbour? No, uh, no. Nina watched some YouTube video that was thirty minutes long of like them giving interviews about all this shit. Yeah. I, I read something that I then downloaded it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said they you said they were they ad libbed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, a lot of the like some of the, a lot of the humor from Florence Pugh is all ad lib. Yeah. And like her ideas, like like the whole like superhero landing thing that she did like in the fucking rest stop or wherever they were. That was all like her saying how funny that is, and the writer mm. then hearing her and being like, yeah, we're gonna put that in the movie. Yeah. Like, David Harbour singing that song in yeah. the house. American was Pie. His idea. Yeah, like his idea to do it. So what they said was, uh, what David Harbour said is they had like a few weeks or like two weeks of rehearsal for the movie, which I think from what he said, he's not used to having. Uh, that is a luxury on a lot of film sets if you're able to rehearse. So I guess during the rehearsals, they were able to come up with and be free and, and have these moments. And the writers took note, as you were saying, um, and put those things in the movie. And I think that that's amazing. And especially when you hear... It has to be... I was just going to say, you always hear stuff about Marvel and how it has to be a certain way. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to be in the movie. Or, you know, if a director doesn't do anything the exact way that they wanted it to, then they get a new director or whatever. But... Um, I don't know. Whatever happened on this film, they had some. They had some moments, and uh, you know, it turned out great. Well, right, and that's what has to be kind of like that message has to get put out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, for how much some of these movies cost, it's oh, like yeah. give, give these people an extra week, fly them out an extra. <laughs> yeah, you know what seriously. I mean? It's like give me a break, right? Yeah, like give them a chance add to get to used the to movie. it. Totally. Like no one, <clears throat> no one had to see this movie. If you really think about it. Yeah. Like, we only saw this movie because we're fans. Right. And we want more backstory. We want to care more. And, you know, Marvel gave us what we wanted. And they delivered, dude. I mean. Yeah. I think this should have came out. Five like years after ago. Civil War, though. Yeah. Yeah. This should have. This is absolutely should just have been out a could while ago. Ima- could you imagine this movie? And then seeing Endgame and watching her die. Oh yeah, no, like, it would have been it would have been so much better. Are you fucking kidding me? It would have been so much right? better. Yeah. Or the fact that she's got the vest in yeah. Infinity War, like like you understand why she dyes her hair, like and and yeah. has this new look and outfit. It's just like it's a continuity thing, which Marvel prides itself on already. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, but in, in twenty years when we show this to our kids, you know, like. We're oh, I'm absolutely putting this after. right where it should be. Oh, yes. Be. Right where it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Right where yeah. it should be. So yeah. it's like, yeah. who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all going to be on Disney Plus, and they're going to say, this is the order you should watch our content. Yeah. Like, it's, you uh, know, yep. whatever. Who cares? We're the guinea pigs. Like, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, but if we didn't, if it came out five years ago, we wouldn't have Florence Pugh. Facts. Right. We would have had, uh, yeah. Someone else. who knows? Maybe. Probably Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> could have been anybody garbage could have been anybody uh, that would have been horrible. yeah who knows but yeah, i mean it would have you been know totally different but it, it is what it is i'm glad i'm glad that florence is is uh hopefully going to be continuing rising star yeah well i mean 
So I don't know what you guys think about what she's going to end up being, but that character, um, or the character that she plays goes on to become a Black Widow, uh, but also goes on to become something called White Widow. Uh, so in my opinion, that's probably where they're headed is a White Widow. Um, well, I think they're, uh, yeah, I think they're set. What's the up difference? The, uh... It's it's a color difference. That's literally the difference. Uh, and also White Widow is bad at, at some point. Uh, okay. So at least well, I think so. I, that, that's that's the thing that I find so interesting about these the the Marvel and DC. You have Black Widow and White Widow, and you have Black Canary and White Canary. It's like this; they're both sisters. They both carry <laughs> on the mantle. It's the same shit over and over again, just regurgitated. Yeah, but well. whatever, it's yeah. still enjoyable. It's still enjoyable. I have. Yeah, well, I mean, if we if we talk about the the post credit sequence, I mean, right. looks like she's probably going to show up on the in the Hawkeye show. Right. Yep. So, well, it's going to be yeah, the Thunderbolts. We'll I mean, that's what they're building. Thunderbolts. Yep. That's what they're building. That's what I was just going to say. They're building. Oh, I literally have no idea what that is. I, like I've only. Squad. Yeah, I only know because of like recently with uh, with U.S. Agent. I looked it up and I was like, "What the hell is this guy a part of?" And then I was like, "Ah, okay, got it." Ah, oh, okay, you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I don't look up anything anymore. I'd rather just like watch it yeah. as it is, you know? Yeah. Because I don't know what. Because like, Marvel changed, has changed so much with their comics, and they're, they're taking pieces now from, I feel like, from certain things. So I've so. got a hot button issue I want to see what you guys think about. This is a major spoiler. Um, Go ahead, do it. Taskmaster. Ugh. Now, it's terrible. It's, I just, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I don't have, if you're going to, if you want to change the sexes of characters and do all that kind of, like, whatever, like, I get you. Um, especially, like, if you're trying to, further that movement by all means but like i don't know it just fell completely flat because what that character can do like the abilities that the taskmaster has could have been a mm-hmm. huge villain for them in the future like a huge yeah. villain like i'm talking like mm-hmm. everyone takes on this one and can't beat them but yet they just they threw it in and they killed it off in one movie. It's like what they did to. Yeah. It's like what they did in in uh, Batman v Superman with um. It starts with an A. Why can't I think of it? The, the 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 monster with the things coming out. The big monster at the end that that, that they about no no not not abomination. What the hell was it called? Um. Oh, I, Doomsday. Dooms, Doomsday. Doomsday. That's- like the, not a one of the a. biggest, <laughs> no, no, it's not. But one of the biggest—I don't even know why I couldn't remember that. But one of the biggest characters in all of of DC yeah. in terms of like they're they're like bad guys. One of the biggest, most powerful, dangerous characters, and they end it in one movie with a barely an explanation, and they do it off some like science experiment. It's like they're reaching to bring these characters in and then when they bring them in they don't do them judge they don't yeah. do them justice well i mean black widow has the same issue that mostly every other marvel movie has is that their their villains are just weak yeah. so you you have taskmaster master and then i honestly i don't even remember the bad guy's name the what is his name the the russian guy D- Dra- Dra- Drakov, i don't know Drakov, i have no Drakov, idea Drakov. 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 See, like, yeah. literally, he he's supposed to be this big bad. Like, he's an atrocious person, but, like, like they're going after him in the entire movie. But, like, 
he just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he sends Taskmaster, <laughs> Taskmaster to do the work, but there's nothing there either. Right. You they know? don't explain just, Taskmaster at all. No. They don't no, explain they kind of, That was the huge problem. No, they yeah. like expect you to have an emotional connection because, uh, like, Natasha killed her. Right. And she, like, thought that she killed her, and this was the thing that got brought forward from Avengers when Loki right. talked about Drakov's daughter and right. all this shit. And right. so it, they're expecting you to care because we care and have connection to Black Widow's right. character. Mm-hmm. But. Didn't hit. You know. Didn't hit, it man. Didn't hit. It really didn't. No. She she was literally like set up as like the worthy adversary, right? You know that was then like revealed to be something else. And you know I agree with you. It's a total. It's it's a missed opportunity. You right. know I mean to have right. to have a universe that you build, right? And to just get rid of a villain like that where you don't really have a lot of villains, right? I mean. We are yeah. all. I mean, they they do that with almost every movie. Yeah, you know, the villains are just like one and done. Right, but know? like, but like, this is this is scary now, right? Because I'm gonna pivot, but we can come back to this, obviously. But like, everybody's watching Loki, and we're all like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" I hope it's Kang. I hope it's Kang. I hope it's Kang. It's all hinting at Kang because he. Was no, I didn't. TV. I didn't even know what that was until you said that. Shut up, see. You don't even know who he is, but. I don't. I have no idea. But, like, this is what I'm worried about right. because right. of Ant-Man. It's like, so what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to just, like, get rid of this guy? Like, Ultron. That's right. a great example. Right. But, like, I mean, like, I, I understand if you're going to use a few movies to set up a big villain, right? Like, like what they did with Thanos. Great. Awesome. But some of the, like, they just don't give, the, I feel like Marvel rarely gives justice to the, to the, to the villains. Like they did a good job with Killmonger, no. like that was good. You, you, but you understand where mm-hmm. he's coming from. Like they give yeah, you a exactly. backstory. They give you like why he is that way, and yeah, like. But everybody else, we get like cutscenes. Yeah, it's like cutscenes you know, and like, like yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like that that's always been a thing, and everyone's so like, oh, whatever, man. The whole movie was great, but I'm like, yeah, but the villain was terrible. In yeah. so many yeah. of their movies. Um, I just, yeah, the Taskmaster thing, it upset me. Like, if you're going to do Taskmaster as a female, great. But have her be the daughter of Tony Masters, like, the guy who's the Taskmaster. Like, give, like, that backstory, show like that, instead of making it someone who's never actually been the character. That's what upsets Mm -hmm. me. It's not something to do with that it's a a female or anything like that. I couldn't couldn't care about that. But make, make him a daughter of that character or make him a relative of that character instead of right. it being, you know, cause then you could, you could be like, yeah, they wanted to pass the mantle down or whatever the case, but now you're making someone who literally doesn't have a place in the comics. Like, and bring, making them one of the biggest characters, one of the best villains that Marvel has. And then they completely ended like, ah, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like that. At all. I didn't like <laughs> that at all. I mean, there was parts of the movie. Well, that I, I want to, I want to, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to transition to more positive, which I think the action sequences were really awesome. Totally. Um, like I thought the whole bridge sequence, you know, the explosion with Taskmaster, Master, uh, and then their fight scene, I thought that was really dope. Yeah. But 
especially in 3D, the end sequence where she, the you know, the hel- the helicarrier, whatever you want to call it, is crashing, and she's just, like, parachuting down, like, that looked dope in 3D. Like, that looked really awesome. Um, so I just think, like, a lot of that was, was great. The action sequences, the the escape, the prison escape was, was awesome. That yeah, was that was great. Dope sequence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, the I don't know the director's name, but I think a, a, a woman directed it, if I remember correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you hear my loud typing. Um, directed by Kate Shortland. I don't even know what, what she's done do? in the past. I have to say, no. though, um, from like a story and like a just like how oh, the- Smelf. Smelf? She did Smelf. Yeah, that's a that's a show on Showtime. Berlin Syndrome, nothing nothing crazy. Smilf is her most her most profile highest profile. Mm. Anyways, sorry Eric, what are you saying? Oh no, you're fine. From uh from like an emotional type of movie, like this movie was definitely like very well done. Like the dialogue yeah, the, like I think the the whole sequence in sorry Eric, I interrupted. Oh no, you're fine. Yeah, I'm gonna probably say what you're about to say. The whole <laughs> the whole house sequence of them sitting the at four the, of them. Yeah, sitting at yeah. the table and having yep. this like like they they had this like family type of moment, but they're all like all of their interpretations of like what they had was different. But right. then like you break it down more, and it's like. You know, uh, Melina and um, uh, what's David Harper's character? Um, what's his name? The Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Yeah, the Red the Guardian. Guardian guy. Yeah. Um, they like are almost so brainwashed by like their lives that they can't give this like emotional connective like response or answer initially, and then it's like from that moment on, like. They kind of like, but like let their guard down more, I guess you would say, and and become more like connected with their emotions throughout the movie. Whereas, you know, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson's characters, they were kids, so to them, it's like they're stuck in this time, in their minds of being kids. Because after that, it's like it sucks, and then they're killing people or they're mind controlled or some type of shit like that. So. I think like the emotional character connections in this movie were very well done and like presented and the dialogue was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The acting between Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson, like the big sister, Yeah, I loved everything sister, between them. Yeah, it was really yeah. good too, you know? So Yeah. Very believable. Very believable. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I definitely did and I I liked what they did with Rachel Weiss's character. I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed what they did with her. Cause you know, I, you don't know if she was with them or not. You know, I love the whole, the kind of whole oceans 11 thing that they pulled off. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought, I thought that was fun. Um, but uh, I think the, the kind of start, um, wrapping up, we'll each give Evan just stepped away for a second. So we'll have him go last, but, um, to each give one, one more kind of thing before it's to wrap up. So I want to end with like just one quick negative thing. Um, the, you know, after the whole, um, 
So Evan just got back. So Evan, we're just going to wrap up with one more thing to say about Black Widow. So okay. what I was going to say was the 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 end, directly at the ending where you know the battle is finished, they're on the ground and she's about to she's saying goodbye to them. And she's like she's Black Widow is staying behind cuz she's going to get captured by Thaddeus Ross who's been after her. Um and it just, you know, cuts the black and then it cuts to two weeks later and she's free and has different hair. Mm. Yep. There's just no explanation of like what, like what happened? Like, yeah. are we going to get another movie of like what happened in those two weeks? Like, mm. I, I just didn't get that, like that cut because she stayed behind. Like, why didn't she just go with him in the plane to escape? Like, why bother getting caught? But then she... I guess she got caught, and then I don't know. Did do you have? Did you guys make any sense of that? You know, I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Um, but I will say, there's a possibility that they do a cutback scene or a callback scene or something in some future movie with what happened there. Definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like that either. Because the thing is, is like most people think about it. They're like, oh, well, this was this is probably what they're doing, but probably doesn't answer questions. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. a that's not a legitimate reason. When someone says, "Oh, well, they're they're yeah. probably going to set up," well, they, they, do you they know just, that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, who knows? Yeah, they just wrapped it up too too. They wrapped it up too neatly in a bow to you know the Quinjet, the vest, the hair for um, Infinity War. You know, they just they wrapped it up in a bow just too neatly. That so that kind of like. Piss me off a little bit. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question. I mean, I, my my biggest my biggest problem was Taskmaster. I just think that they ruined the character in terms of like what it's capable of. Um, but I also who yeah. How the hell did that guy get a Quinjet? Yeah. How was that possible? That's a good question. Like I don't know. How do you go from the only, getting the like, only thing? It make no that made no that the guy's only thing character that we know didn't make is, any sense to me. No, it didn't. The only thing we know about him is that he has hope high like high profile contacts where he's able to get them like anything. So we're just supposed to, you know, believe that this guy can get anything. So that's well, the only explanation. I, it's I know. a spy movie. I mean, all spy movies have a you know, have a, a an M or, or not an M, a, a Q. Right? Yeah, I mean, they all well, get him shit. I yes, but they also all work for companies, and you see them in places where you see that they have access to this stuff. You know, they, this this character just shows up in the middle of a field that he's sleeping. You know what I mean? Like every time you see him, he's sleeping, and I'm like, okay, so I don't understand. I just didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that character. What one yeah. bit? I mean, maybe because I don't know the comics or who the hell that guy is or whatever, but I mean, he's probably, he's honestly, he's not supposed to matter. You know, that. he, you know what, he's not, he's not supposed to matter, but you have him show up three times and you have him save the day three times. And it's like, okay, cool. So here's this character who's saving the day. Here's this character who's bringing her stuff that she needs that they use in every part of the movie. And then he just yeah. shows up with a Quinjet and is like, here you go. See you never. Like, I don't know. That was just like, I don't know. That, that seemed like too much to me. I, I just yeah. didn't know who that guy was. Maybe that's just my fault for not knowing. But Now I hear you. Yeah. No, well, Eric, I'll give, you, I'll give you the last word before we get out of here. Any Anything else on Black Widow? Um, 
definitely a great movie. Uh, you know, I think it just came out a couple of years too late. But, you know, that being said, I'm still happy that we got it. Uh, I really hope that what we get from the after credit scene with Florence Pugh kind of coming into the MCU now is, you know, good and a good move forward. And, you know, yeah. I mean... Yeah. You know, I, do we know who Valerie is? Like, um, what's her name? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Do we know like exactly who she's working for and what she no. does? Not nah, yet. not yeah. Hasn't been hasn't been. Not yet, yet, right? Okay. She's sort of like the anti Nick Fury. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So Sounds you know, mean. I mean, you know, the the MCU, we kind of like thought like, how are they going to top Infinity War and Endgame and all that shit and. I mean, you know, this is the first movie we've gotten in two years, and we haven't felt like we've been missing out on anything. Yeah, and we're about to get a shit ton this year, right? So. And it's like, and into next, we're we're <laughs> we're literally blown away by weekly episodes of Loki. Yeah, right mm-hmm. now, so it's like they're gonna keep surprising us. They're gonna keep yep. pushing yep. the yep. limit, making making the narrative of like movie like. For the last, like, five years, all movies have literally been this time travel concept. Right. And, like, they did it two years ago, and now they're going to create the multiverse concept in other movies. Like, right. what they're doing is going to affect the industry. Yeah. So, yeah. and they're the best to do it, you know? Like, Kevin Feige has proved himself every fucking movie time and time again. So, I, you know, I, tr- yep. I trust that son of a bitch. <laughs> Like, <laughs> give me more shit, man, because eight out of ten times that stuff sticks, and yeah, and I'm gonna buy it for sure. every fucking time. So, kudos, making I billions again. Yep, <laughs> how it goes. 